netball called a chest pass, right? And I used to get them in the face. <laughs> I just wanted to know that she respects the game of netball. What even is netball? Harrison, you are a freak! This is the sport evolving at its very best. Unbelievable. <laughs> Can you believe it? No mai kite hotaka ote poitara fiti kiwi. I'm Bridget Tunnicliffe, and for this episode, we're looking at the ANZ Premiership, the teams that didn't make it, the grand final this weekend, who could take out the title, and who might make the next Silver Fern squad. To help me do that is Southland Stalwart and former Silver Fern Wendy Frew, and Dion Tefetu, also grew up in Southland, now based in Wellington, has an impressive coaching CV, taking NPC and age group size to national titles, and is currently the head coach of Hong Kong. Welcome. So you two know each other? You crossed paths on the netball scene down south? Yeah, for oh, sure. Um, I was lucky enough lucky enough to have uh, Dion coach me, so that was pretty cool for the old St Mary's. And, yeah, we had some success under him, so um, certainly a remarkable coach and huge credit for a lot of the work behind the scenes to get where he has. So, yeah, shot Dion. It's awesome. And, Dion, what are you able to do as, as coach of Hong Kong with the COVID situation? Have you actually been able to get over there? Uh, no, is, is the short answer to that. So everything has been done um, online and so watching the trainings online and I've got uh, a couple of assistant coaches over there who, who are doing a great job and trying to decipher my, my gibberish emails that I send through for the, uh, for the trainings. So um, I managed to get over there before I was signed, but that's the last time I was there, which was um, January last year. Wendy, commiserations, your steel couldn't get over the tactics on the weekend, but they've exceeded expectations this year. They've also confirmed the signing of George Fisher for another year. They've got a lot to be excited about going forward. Yeah, they'll certainly be disappointed with the loss over the tactics, but um, in my view of it, I just feel like they didn't fire enough to get the win. I think the tactics deserve the win. They played a pretty clinical game. I thought Tapai played excellent at goal attack, and I think when she plays well, the tactics are on fire and they're winning games. So um, good for good for Teeps. Like she's a good mate of mine and Jane. So um, obviously I'm a steel grit heart, but I think yeah, the tactics were a schoolful side and, and they deserve the win, but. I think there's a huge bright future for the Steel. They've got lots of young players coming through and they really played well throughout the whole season and and just fell short. So I think they'll be able to hold their heads high after the season. Dion, the combination between Fisher and Tian Maturo, they just complemented each other so well, didn't they? Yeah, they did. And um, I can't help but think, you know, if if I'm looking at the way Tiana played this year, she's had a lot of court time. She's been able to express herself. I think... Potentially, Joe Morrison has had, um, you know, quite a bit to do with um, with the way those two girls are playing. She was, um, you know, a, a great player herself, and just that court craft that I've seen between those two players, I think, has has come to the fore under Joe's t- tutelage. Wendy Shannon Saunders has spent most of her time this year at wing attack. Kate Heffernan at centre. There's a lot to like about that combo, isn't there? Yeah, absolutely. I think Chen's had one of her better seasons. Um, I mean, she always plays well. She's consistent. She's fit and fast. But for her playing in that wing attack role, I think it's been really good for her. Um, her attacking play, her feeding, 
And obviously she's, you know, really handy on defense as a wing attack too. So great combination. And Kate Hedlund's only going to get better with time and experience. Um, pretty, pretty tough night at the office against the tactics for her, but she's young in that position and she's she's got a big future too. So great combination. And yeah, I, I love seeing um obviously Shan do well. She's she's an excellent player and she just gets better with age. Touching on the other teams who who didn't make it, the Stars finishing fourth after such a dominant start. Dion, by rights, they should have won that game a couple of weeks ago against the Steel. That loss knocked them out of finals contention, but to have that many more attempts, shooting accuracy just killed them over the last few rounds. Yeah, maybe the pressure got to them. Maybe there were some outside influences of things that were going on that, that might have hindered their progress there. But um, yes, they, they probably should have won that game. Wendy, the Stars have had a lot of changes over the years. I think Maya Wilson is the only player who was there from the inaugural season in 2017. So actually holding on to a majority of their players for next year, could that be key for them? Yeah, I think it'd be key. They'll take a lot of learnings from the season. You know, they're the top team at the start of the season winning. For them, they're an experienced team and um, they'll be looking back in the next few weeks really disappointed with the, the, top, um, the end of the season. Um, they they had a lot more potential than they showed and um, just throughout all years of the court they just really battled um, so they'll be disappointed with that but yeah they're uh, once again a couple of young players in there and if they can keep a majority of the group then I'm sure there'll be a lot of learnings um, from the end of the season and they'll take that forward and it'll be a positive outcome for them come next season. And how about Anna Harrison, Wendy? Whether this was her last season or not, the sport will miss her when she does eventually retire. Yeah, I mean, she's been around for a long time. She's a great player and so much experience in there. So um, unsure, you know, what her plans are, but she's bringing um, Ellie team on really well and she's grown her as a player. So I think that's a real positive out of this year for the Stars is the growth of um, Ellie team under Anna, Anna get, you know, getting a lot of guidance in that circle defence role. But yeah, she's a great athlete, Anna, and credit to her playing with three kids. Um, it's huge. Magic, the bottom of the ladder this year, a tough year. Mary Jane Araroa will take over from Amy G. Metcalf next year. Dion, that final game they had against the Stars, Anna Harrison had a blinder, but the amount of bad passes the Magic threw, it was a bit poor at times, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. I guess it's on it's on the uh, on the day, and I'm not quite sure what, what went wrong there, to be honest. But... Um, you know, I guess it's all learnings. It's all things to, to step back and have a look at um, going into the 2022 season. Wendy, Captain Sam Winders always puts on a brave face, but she did look pretty frustrated by the end of the season. She had a lot to carry this year. Yeah, she had a lot to carry. I actually um, feel pretty sorry for her, but I mean, that's part of the job being a captain. You know, when, it, when, when you're winning, it's great and you know, the hype's good, but that's the, you know, the downside of being an unsuccessful team. And she had to man up with the media and she did that really well. So, yeah, I definitely mm. felt for her. Um, what I loved about Sam this year, she just, I, I feel like she just grinded out and tried to play, you know, her own game and, and tried to get the team up. And at times they couldn't. And I think she's certainly played well um, for the Magic, but just didn't have a lot of support around her at times. So, yeah, pretty hard on her. But, I mean, that's just part of the captaincy role you got to take the good with the bad. Australian diamond Caitlin Bassett goal shoot for the Magic must have found it a bit frustrating, looked frustrated at times. Dion, was she fed well? I can't help feel that if she'd been at one of the other franchises, she would have had a better season. 
I mean, she, she's world-class, isn't she? And, and she's proven that time and time again um, in the past. I can't help but feel that she was probably more caught up in um, bringing the younger ones along, you know, which is, which is a great thing. But uh, if you look at Kiana Williams, the way she's developed this year, I think that she's absolutely thrived playing in the circle with with Seabass. And, um, you know, what a treat to be playing with with a player of her calibre. But, um, yeah, I think you could sense the frustration and, and I guess um, they probably could have looked into the circle uh, a lot sooner to her. She was um, doing some good leads. Uh, you know, she, she was available uh, quite a lot um, under the post. But uh, yeah, it's just just a matter of um, you know looking into the into the circle for your your world class shooter. Mm. The magic defensive end, uh, Timalisi Fakahokotau, would probably take out the prize for the most taped player this year, uh, dealing with a few injury niggles there. She probably missed Jane Watson. But generally, Wendy, the magic defenders, great indiv- as individual defenders, but they just didn't seem to complement each other that well. Yeah, I don't think they gelled. I think at times one of them, you know, you have four down that defensive end, three of them were in the drop sole or the man stole and one player unfortunately, you know, wasn't doing it. And as a different player all the time, it wasn't one person always out of the structure. So I think that really hurt them. Um, they are a bunch of good players, but they just didn't gel together and they didn't connect. And, you know, you've got to feel for the Magic team. They're trying hard all season, but sometimes it just, you know, there's just no answers. And I'm sure they looked at lots of videos and, you know, seen where they can improve, but it just didn't happen. But, yeah, defensively, um, some good players just, yeah, didn't perform. as pretty much how I'd sum it up. Okay, the polls finished fifth. Disappointing season for the defending champs, but the big news, hot off the press, Vic McCall's injury is returning as head coach for 2022. Dion, that's that's huge for the pulse, isn't it? Yeah, that that's probably um, you know that's a shining light at, at the end of what's been a been a tough season for the pulse. Um, I mean, a vet's just class. She comes with a lot of experience. She's um, you know I think she will rally that team together for 2022. She's incredibly well organised. Yeah, I think uh, having her sign will will make it a lot easier for um, for them to to re-sign players and, and potentially attract um, some other names uh, into that team should they need them. Okay, so let's look at the last team standing. The Mainland Tactics and Northern Mystics meet in the grand final this Sunday. The tactics combination between Jane Watson and Karen Berger has been on fire. That was on show in the elimination final against the Steel. Um, Dion, you coached Karen when she was coming through the ranks in Wellington. You're a mentor to her. Her form right now, did you know she had it in her when you were coaching her, you know, back in the NPC days? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I watched her in the 2014 NPC tournament. Um, she was playing for Hutt Valley, and uh, I just looked at her. She was an absolute raw talent. She used to play club against um, the club team that I coached in Wellington. Um, I guess it was just a matter of helping her along her journey and, and sitting down with her and understanding what you know where she wanted to go. It was always clear that she came over here with the intention to to play for the Silver Ferns. You know, when you come over here as a, a 17, 18 year old by yourself. Um, you know, with the intention of of becoming a, a silver fern, it's pretty easy to steer that person towards the right people. You know, for her to show her her full full talent. And yeah, um, I was having a joke with her 
couple of weeks ago, I, was, I asked her if it was the new shoes uh, that she's wearing. Um, but, uh, you know, you look at how her and Jane have combined and, and just, just their stats alone, it's, it's outstanding. Mm. Wendy, the tactics shooting end, a lot rests, you'd have to think, on how uh, Tapai Sabi-Ricker and Ali Bird cope with the attention of the Mystics defenders come the grand final. Is that where it could be won or lost? Yeah, I think it is, to be honest. Um, the tactic shooters, you know, they, they when they're on, they're on. They're hard to stop that shooter shooter. If they've got that on, um, I don't think any you know teams can get in there and um, and get intercepts off that shooter to shooter that teeps gives. But um, yeah, they've they're a good combo. They're just a wee bit inconsistent as a combo. So the tactics want to want to get up. They both need to have good games, like what they did against the Seal. I think they both play pretty good. There's the odd mistake here and there, but that, that's what happens at this level. You can't have a perfect game, but, yeah, certainly a lot will be hinging on that attack end. And, and for me, you know, you, they haven't got that experience at Wing Attack Centre, so really um, I think Toops needs to lead that attack end and be dominant. Dion, you've had a little bit to do with the tactics and observation capacity um, courtside for a few of the games. What's it like observing the way Marianne Delaney Hoshek operates? I, I like the way you see her go up and down the line to the players, giving each player a little bit of advice. What's she like as a coach? Yeah, she's cool. Eh? Like um, her and Julie, just they complement each other so well. I think Marianne brings that uh, feeling of vulnerability that, you know, the girls can be very open with her. You know, she gets she gets right in amongst it um, at trainings and, and, you know, there's the fun factor, but she also can lay down the law when she needs to. And I think, you know, in this high-pressure environment of the ANZ competition, you, you need someone that's, um, you know, that holds their distance and, and doesn't want to try and be your friend, but also... Uh, you know, is, is there as someone that if you need them, they're there, but also is, is firm enough to, um, you know, to let you know when things need to tighten up. OK, so the Mystics finished top of the table with franchise's first final in a long, long time. Wendy, we've got to mention Sulu Fitzpatrick. Man, she's led the team well, hasn't she? Oh, she's an outstanding leader and I've loved watching her and listening to her this season. She's led from the front. She's great for the game of netball, so really proud of her and, and what she's doing with that mystic side. Dion, Grace Wickier, she's so young, will only get better. Uh, with her in the side for potentially years to come, mystics could really dominate the competition for the foreseeable future. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, Grace is really been a standout this year you know she's um she's sitting at 89 percent of uh you know 794 shots at goal i uh, sorry 889 i mean that's that's a huge amount to, to put up and for someone so young she's just showing a level of maturity that um, belies her age huge future ahead of her can't wait to see her in the black dress if i'm being honest so uh, who are we picking to win the final wendy is your favorite Oh, you got to go off the Mystics being favourites. I think, um, yeah, they deserve the, the favourite tag there. But for me, I think the tactics can do it. Um, as you talked about, you know, it comes down to a bit of the shooting. But um, I think if you you know that number one team, obviously they had a game this weekend, but nothing beats a game of ANZ like the tactics have just had against the Steel. So for me, I think we might see tactics coming out of the block pretty, pretty good and um, efficient out there. But I think it'll either blow out and the Mystics will win or the Tactics will just win, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I know what you're saying. <laughs> Dion, um, do you have a feeling which way it'll go? 
Look, I, you know, I've got my my eye patch on um, with the red and black, obviously, but um, I I think it'll be on the day. I think it'll come down to how the tactics defense play. I think the tactics attack him will take care of itself. I think they proved that um, in their in their last game. And I think if if Jane and Curran can just shuffle things around a little bit and their their outside defenders. Um, Get over Toyava, you know, just to to block her vision and into um, feeding Grace with that quick quick pass, beautiful pass I might add. Um, then I, I think the tactics could get up. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't know which way it's going to go. It's, I think it's going to be a great game. Okay, let's have a look at who might make the Silver Ferns squad, which will be named a couple of days after the grand final. Let's start with the shooting in. That must be giving the selectors a few headaches. Uh, you've got some young goal attacks who have been showing up some of the Silver Ferns incumbents, really. Jamie Hume, Tiana Maturo, Kiana Williams sit in the top 10 for goals. Mies and Salby Ricker outside of that top 10. What do you do as a selector, Wendy? Some of it's based on experience and knowing what those players can do, right? Yeah, you've obviously got to have that mix um, with the experienced players and those players you can put out there in the black dress and, and perform against Australians. But it's also important to develop, you know, one player and maybe each of those position uh, each of those thirds so I think for the Ferns talking about the shooters you can't go past Tiana she's had a fantastic season she's been strong for the steel and and I think deserves to be in that black dress but yeah I think for the selectors they know who can perform you know the Mezes the Selby Ricketts they know what they do in the black dress but I think it'll be exciting to see one up-and-coming player in that black dress and for me I don't think they can go past Tiana. Dion, if you had to pick one newbie, uh, who would it be? Which goal attack? Yeah, look, I, I was looking at Hume and, and, and Matudo, but um, I look at Tiana and, and the way she's come along this year. She's got a, um, a higher centre pass receive. Um, her shooting stats are higher. And, and for me, uh, I guess as a coach, I, I look at her court craft um, and I, I can't go past her either as a newbie. I, I wholeheartedly agree with what Wendy's saying. Yeah, I think it'll definitely come down between Hume and Maturo. Maya Wilson hasn't had the happiest of seasons for her franchise, but I'm sure she's going to find her happy place back in the Silver Ferns. Grace Wiki, though, she, she's got to be named, right? Well, yeah, it comes down to the we all know the Ferns have a fitness um, target they've got to hit, so it depends if Grace hits it. I don't know what she hits in the fitness testing and, and that, but yeah, in terms of her performance on the court, she'd definitely be your number one pick. She's outstanding. She's just going to keep growing and growing. So she, yeah, should be great to see her in the black dress. Moving to the midcourt, there was already a log jam there. I think that jam's getting even bigger, and some fine midcourters are going to miss out. You look at the incumbents; they've all had pretty good seasons, really. But I think Kate Heffernan. I would love to see Kate Heffernan promoted to that Silver Fern squad. She's been so good this year; trans- transitioned well in that centre position, and. Uh, Dion, she offers a point of difference, doesn't she? She's a bit different with her height. She is, and I think if you know, if you were looking forward uh, as an international coach, you know, for me, she she's been playing outstanding. She's tall, she's rangy, she's got that real southern grip to her game. But um, for me, it's her defense. A, a lot of players try and pass mm. the ball, you know, left or right of her, and, and you know, you'd be silly to try and go over over Kate. I think she's. Um, she just, for me, I think, she, you know, we'll, we'll look back in, in uh, 
five or six years' time, and I, th- I think she'll be an absolute uh, mainstay in that midcourt for, for the Silver Ferns. Yeah, I, I think I agree with you there. Given you've got Crampton, good season, Soonis, really good season, Saunders, brilliant season at wing attack, despite how exciting Peter Tuiava is, and she's had a really consistent season this year, I mean, is there room for her? Yeah, oh, Peter's had a great season. She's just growing this year, her accommodation with Grace. Interesting if she can do that with other shooters. You know, she's been playing with Grace a few years and they've built that accommodation that is at times unstoppable. So the question is there, you know, maybe if Grace made the friends, they potentially would pick her. But the wing attack position, as you said, you just mentioned the four names, there's four wing attacks who yeah. have played very good this season. So probably two of those are going to miss out and it's yeah, it's going to be a huge talking point when that squad's named. I think, um, yeah, it's definitely the, the strength of the Ferns at the moment is that mid-court. Dion, what are your thoughts on Peter? Uh, look, I think she's a, she's a great player. I guess when I'm watching her play, you know, she, she's got it all. I think for me the downsides would be um, – how many times has she had to hit the circle edge before she feeds? If you don't have Grace in the shooting circle, um, you know, how does she go? And then I, I look at, you know, if she's got a, a, a six-foot tall, um, nuggety Australian um, wing defence that's just going to sit on her the whole game and, and just be standing in front of her with her arms um, held up high when she's trying to pass the ball, then, then how does she go? Yeah. I do wonder if in time to come whether Claire Kirsten might dropped down the pecking order. She started the Constellation Cup at centre. By the last test, Poi was starting at centre. And Poi's really got that X factor, hasn't she? And then if we see a Heffernan promoted, is there room for Kirsten? Yeah, as I said, that midcourt's pretty stacked. But I I think um, Claire's, she's always consistent. But for me, she's probably had one of her tougher seasons in there. I think um, you'd probably look for a younger Poi over her or, you know, Kate Heffernan developing her in that black dress. Um, I do rate Claire. She is a good gutsy player, but I think looking forward for the future, you know, how long would she be around and would you select her over those young up and covers who have potentially played a little, had a little bit better form than her of the Sands end. Right, the defensive end, Sula Fitzpatrick, Jane Watson, Kartenberger pick themselves. Kelly Jury was dropped from a Concarp series due to fitness. I think she'll be well and truly have that fitness back after a season at goal defence. Dion, do you think she'll be named? I mean, Nolan quite likes having the option of a taller defender, doesn't she? Yeah, I, I think she does. And I think um, I think Kelly has, you know, she's added added something else to her basket by playing goal defence um, this year. And I think, um, you know, we all know she can play goalkeeper and play it very well. It's nice to to know that I'm I'm very confident she she's up to the, the fitness standard that's required. So it's nice to know that you know we've got you know a very tall defender that can run out the front or, or sit at the back. So yeah, I I think she should definitely be chosen. But mm. you know I'm not the dame. Yep. <laughs> We don't know for sure if Katrina Rode will be available. She's still a very new mum. Phoenix Karaka has said she wants back, so thinking maybe we'll see her in the development squad as she works her way back to fitness after having her first child. Does leave it open for at least one new face in the defensive end. I think Ali Temu has been great this season, but still pretty fresh. Tanisha Fafita, her foot speed this year has been really good, getting a bit more savvy around getting around the body. Kate Burley, Dion, what about Kate? I think she's um, formed a really good defensive combination with Sulu as well. 
Yeah, she has. Kate's, you know, she's a come forward style of defender. Um, it's just a pity she's not a few inches taller, but she mm. makes up for that in her athleticism. I've uh, I've bracketed Tanisha Fafita. Uh, you know, if you look at Tanisha's stats this year, she's fourth across the board in rebounds, deflections, and intercepts, which is which is pretty impressive. Mm. You know, with the likes of Carden um, and Jane, who can both run out the front uh, in the goal D position, I think um, you know are we going to look at another? Um, goal keep to come in and, and fill that position. I don't don't know if Tanisha's up to running around at, at goal D, but um, I think, you know, stats don't lie and, and she's she's had a great season. Wendy, if you had to pick one new face in the, in the Silver Ferns defensive end, who, who would it be? Yeah, I think Dan's got some great points about um, Fafita. I think she's had a really good season and I think what's helped her is um, Hoochie. Hoochie in front of her, she's so experienced and she, I know she's taught... Um, Tanisha a lot so yeah I'd be looking at Tanisha she's um she's played a great season as Dion said stats are remarkable and what I like about her also is she started off the season with you know getting blown out of the game but she's worked on that really hard and cleaned her game up and and learned how to defend um with what the umpires are calling so yeah she'd definitely be a a pretty good target for that black dress. Mm. Okay, and just finally, with Amelia and Econacio unavailable this year, a standing captain will be named at some stage. Um, Wendy, I think Sulefus Patrick would do a fabulous job, but with Jane Watson and Carden Berger's combination being so strong, you've got to wonder how much court time would Sulu get? And ideally, you want your captain to be a starter, don't you? Yeah, great point there, actually. Um, I think it's pretty important that a captain of any team is a starter. Um, so for me, I'd be looking at Jane Watson. She's she's the talker. She can play goalkeeper, goalie. Um, she's experienced and she's been in that leadership group too. So Sula was a great leader, but you just you don't know if um, she would get that consistent court time in that black dress. So I think it'd be important to have Jane O out there. Um, and also, you know, Jane can play that goal defence role and it's important to get that voice up the court. Deanna, who do you think's in line? Uh, I'm looking at Crampton. Just someone that that can talk to to the you know the far end of both courts. Uh, sorry, uh, both ends of the court. I think she's you know she lets her game do the talking. Jane for me is is absolutely uh, a co-captain um, slash captain if if Crampton's off the court. I think Jane offers um, great team unity uh, side to her, and also as a straight talker, as as most people know. But um, for me, I, I would be looking at Crampton. Oh, 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 oh,